I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Chapter Three, The Night Bus. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly, and, and this, this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. Ooh, okay. Change up. Pata watch. That was Molly this time on the accent. Yeah. Quick on the draw. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it or list it. Hashtag HGTV. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Look, it's Friday. Like, I'm, like, ready to go. <laughs> we are ready to record. It's been a long week, it feels. <laughs> um, so, we are going to talk about... Chapter three of Prisoner of Azkaban, or as uh, which is originally named the Night, the Night Bus. Bus, Ovs. But uh, Molly renamed it. Uh, girl, you know I like my hashtags. Good lord. So um, hashtag Harry's Night Out, which I've definitely used before, <laughs> and maybe not Harry, but I've definitely said like Night Out for something because I like making reference to Baby's Day Out, which is a great film. I have given Molly such um, a face. Colleen Wilson, my sister, will know what I mean. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't have a face for the face that I want to make. <laughs> ah, okay. Is it like some side eye emoji? Yeah, it's a side eye emoji mixed with I don't have words mixed with. I mean, but have you seen Baby's Day? <laughs> I think I have when I was like a child. Look, I just like to make references to that title. Okay. It's a fun title. Alrighty, real. Alright, hashtag Harry Stay Out or Night Out. What have you got, Alex? What did you rename it? My rename is Neville Lost Bottom. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should have people vote on our titles. That's how we should do it on social media. Okay. So, whose title did you like better? Harry's Day Out or Neville's Lost Bottom. I tried to do it evenly <laughs> without any intonation. Well, I'll post it maybe like tonight. So before it's released, they don't know whose is whose. Ooh, very true. Very I think I'll true. drop the hashtag because that's like a dead giveaway that it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> but also, they. I feel like ours are so related to the chapter. You have to know like, Neville Lost Bottom is so random unless you know that it's no, about I mean, being lost. I'm going to say they don't know whose title it is. Like, if it's yours or mine. Right, but I'm saying they have to know what chapter we're talking about. No, that's about. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll say, like, Night Bus rename. Mm -hmm. Which one do you like better? Glad so now that we have that, that all sorted. <laughs> okay, so how do we listen to this chapter? <laughs> what? Um... What's the password? Oh. Oh, I think our password was Stan Shumpike, but you already know that because that's how you tuned in. Woo, good We're job. We're doing so good. Also, underneath my chapter rename, I said, P.S. I love this chapter. I love this chapter. <laughs> yes. P.S. Just postscript for, for myself. Postscript for yourself. Um, yeah, I, al I also love this chapter. Um, what happens in this chapter? Oh, God. No, you do the, you do the okay. recap. <laughs> um, all right, so Harry, um, is running away from Privet Drive, and he gets himself onto the night bus, and he meets Stan Chunpike and Ernie, and they take him to the Leaky Cauldron, um, where he meets up with the Minister of Magic, um, Cornelius Fudge, who's like, don't go anywhere, like, don't worry about it, but, like... Serious black, like I'm not gonna tell you. And then um yeah, he's like free from the Dursleys for two weeks. Pretty chill. But most of it takes place on the night bus. The chill. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. So now, what are your thoughts? My first note says, Harry, a bit more magic couldn't hurt is a a quote from Harry about being like, I've already broke the statute of underage wizardry i might as well you know yeah he's always like more. what could be worse it couldn't be worse than this i'm like harry yes it could you're already like maybe i also love harry's plan he's like i'm going to get a broom go on my put my invisibility cloak on and live as an outlaw and i'm like excuse me you don't think that they can't trace your wand he, that's yeah. how they 
I'm like, what are you gonna do? Like, uh, you would be it so It was such bad. a bad plan. It was such a bad plan. Like, he can barely go on the run when he's, like, a seventh year, like, without, um, Hermione. Like, let alone now. Oh, like, yeah. Like, in his current state. Oh, 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 yeah. But I was, like, the first paragraph or something is talking about how, like, he's, like, so angry and then he's, like, panicked. And mm-hmm. I was, like... I, like, know that feeling of, like, when you're really angry, and, like, when I was younger, I'd, like, storm upstairs and, like, slam my door, and I'm, like, really angry, and then I feel, like, this fear of, like, oh, I'm gonna have to pay for this, like, mm-hmm. later kind of thing, so I was, like, oh, yeah, I relate to that angst. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of angst, but a lot of relatable, real angst for this 13-year-old little muffin. Um... When did you learn to make things feather light, Harry? No. That is, like, that seems like an impressive spell to me. I don't know. But I think if he could do magic, like, legally, that's a pretty good plan, like, to do the invisibility No, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. It is a smart plan, but I think they can trace his wand. But I'm like, oh, yeah, the feather light spell. Like, look at you, Harry. I'm thinking about the invisibility cloak, because he's, like, been there, done that with the car. Yes. Learned from my mistake. Yeah, I mean, I also think, um, credit where credit is due, um, plan making or, like, you know, thinking quick on his feet is, like, what Harry, that's, like, one of his strengths. Yeah, I was like, because he's in quite a pickle. That was a note, just him being, like, no money, like, no owl, like, in the middle of (laughs) the suburbs. He's got a little bit of money. He's got, like, a small thing of Well, he's got wizard wizard money, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, in the suburbs of, like, London, like, not even able to get to, like, public transportation easily. Yeah. Um. And I said, you can't be an outcast until you love Sirius. That's what he said. Stop it! Okay, look. Like, he's talking about going on the run. Yes. Like, later he's, like, I forget what book it's in. I think the fifth one, he's, like, maybe I'll... I'll get expelled and I'll, like, live with Sirius and, like, ugh. Yeah, it's, like, right before his hearing, he's, like, maybe I can, like, stay with Sirius. Okay. And Sirius doesn't we, give we him can, an answer. We cannot talk about this. I will stop. Okay, I'm going to keep talking about Sirius, like, forever and always. I know. So. I do, too. He's all over my notes. But all I'm saying is every time, like, as reading this chapter, I was already tearing up. Because anytime someone brings up how awful Sirius is as a person, I start to cry. Because <laughs> I cannot handle it. But anyway, Stan Shumpike, <laughs> what a gem. Um, Harry's got instinct. I'm I'm behind you. Oh, um, sorry. I was just like hashtag Harry's got instinct was good about oh the prickling on his neck. Mm-hmm. Um, which also like sweet that Sirius was there, which we all know spoilers that that's Sirius like looking out for him. Oh, I have like this is my where my fan theory is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so Stan Shumpike, this is it moves forward, but it's a little bit about Sirius being there. So Stan Shumpike says, "Oh yeah, you moved your wand, like you called the night bus." But I think it was Sirius that calls the night bus for Harry. Oh, interesting. Because like Harry would not know how to do that, and Stan seems to say like you did something with your wand to call it like, in put this a chapter. Paw out. Yeah. Or I think Sirius has, like, stolen a wand or has, like, a wand at some point. But he's in dog form. I know, but he can switch from dog form to human form. Yeah, he has his wand. Yeah, so... Which, that raises some questions. That does. But... But, um, yeah, so I think he, like, calls the night bus, then goes back into dog form and is, like... Interesting. That's my theory. Um... Because it's also weird that it just seems like a flaw in J.K. Rowling that she would be like, she would have Stan specifically say, um, you must have done that thing with your wand to call us, you know? Um, does Lumos count as magic? Because he says Lumos. Harry does. Harry's already in trouble, man. Already. (laughs) Um, in trouble. Well, yeah, so, okay, that was just one quick point, but, like, what you were just saying, how do wizards not accidentally call the night bus, like, all the time? Like, if you just have to put out your wand arm, which is what he says, like, wand arm out, like, on accident. Because the way it's for Harry, it's, like, basically on accident, like, he falls and his wand arm goes out, so, I don't know. That's a good, that's a good theory. I mean, like, it's probably not the case, but I'm just saying, I feel as if that would be cute. Um, to fall over for. 
I love the way she writes Stan. It's so great. It's so great. I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> Amazing. Stan is just my everything. And then my next note just says serious and exclamation points. Don't know what that means. I have a lot of notes like <laughs> that um, are just serious with exclamation points. Yes, I love Stan. I like the actor they got to play Stan in the movies, like down to his pimples. Oh yeah, so pimply. Um, I like that he uses Neville's name. <laughs> Yeah, I said Neville Longbottom. Harry, what the fuck? That also sounds like a fake name. Yeah. Like Longbottom. One, it sounds like a fake name, and two, it's a person that is easy, easily verifiable, like, location. Like, Neville's not, like, straying too far from Granny. Like, well, I mean, just for this, though. No, I know. I'm just saying it's funny that he says Neville. Like, Penelope Clearwater is the best code name. <laughs> which Hermione. Hermione, yeah. To her fault, though, I think. Yeah, though, I actually don't think it's. Um, but, like, that sounds like a real name. Yes. Um. Um. Were you saying serious to, like, them reading the article? Because that's, like, in a bit. No, no, no. I have different notes about oh, that. Oh, okay. Was the serious just, like, the dog thing? I'm sure it was the dog. Um. Okay. The money, again. I have a couple notes about money. I was, like, is sick, like, that many sickles are, like, 11 sickles or whatever. Is that, like five bucks to like take the bus and like get hot chocolate and everything look i don't know okay (laughs) i do not know i oh i found i found a converter online because i was writing fic today and i needed to like figure out how much a a new broom would be like an whatever Mm -hmm. and they said twenty thousand galleons for like the top of the line new broom. That seems crazy. Right, but I think brooms are sort of like cars, so that makes sense to me. Like a top of the line broom would be that much. Yeah. But I don't know how much galleons are worth still. They had a convert but I'm like for long items. story short, they had a conversion chart for how much it would be in comparison to dollars on there, so we can check that out later. But I don't that's like a fan-made site, so yeah. it's not even so, like, adding to the puzzle, that is the wizard money. Mm-hmm. Um. I love the, uh, magic of the night bus with the bed, and then, like, too. later we see the night bus in another book with, like, the armchairs, and it's just, like, fun. I, I like that it. it jumps, like, wherever you need it to be. Uh, oh, my God. One of my favorite lines is coming up. Um. Should we have, um, I love boy read it? Yeah, let's have him read it. How come the muggles don't hear the bus, said Harry. Them, said Stan contemptuously, don't listen properly, do they? Don't look properly either. Never notice nothing, they don't. I just love this line. I always have it sticks with me because I guess, like, obviously, this is the only time I'm going to admit this on the podcast, but as a person without magic, as a muggle, um, who wanted who wanted the to be in this world as a child, that line always stuck out to me because it's like if you looked hard enough and you believed enough, then like maybe the magic exists for you, you know? Yeah. It's like muggles can't see magic or can't hear magic because they're they don't not take looking the time for, to time. To they don't take the time out of their day to look for it. It's just like there's so much in that short little line. Like we like, we're too busy. We're like always... Yeah, we're yeah. thinking about ourselves. Like, we just never... I don't know. It was just, like, a really... I love that line. I think it's a good line on J.K. Rowling's part. Uh, remember that completely unnecessary talking head from the movie? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. The, like, weird... The fake head heads? Thing. Yes, I do. I didn't like it. <laughs> I think the, like... I think it's funny, but, like, I don't like it as an addition. I think the movie, and I've been thinking about... I've been picking this up as we get further and further reading this book, is that the movie does something that's really interesting, where it strays a lot from the book, yeah. but it keeps the book's overall like the tone. Yeah. Like, the this book is really clipped, and there's a joke, like, every line. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a yeah. good lighthearted like it has a very specific rhythm that is sort of off kilter from the rest of the series 
you know, and a lot of people do say that this book stands out, and I think a lot of them mean, like, one, it's not centered around Voldemort in a way, you know, it, it is kind of weird standalone, but I also think it has a different tone on its own, which the movie also has a different tone yeah. from the rest of the movies. <clears throat> this is, I feel like, the most down-to-earth book. Like, Harry is, like, a regular student. Like, we talked, I talked about the whole Hogsmeade thing and yeah. how upset he is, and it's because he's, like, just a regular kid in this book Mm -hmm. dealing with like family stuff and like I mean yes there's like the thing at the end but like for the most part I think this book is really grounded yeah where the other ones are like more far-fetched I guess like Mm -hmm. in what like an 11 year old could really do but like this is like very much like a 13 year old struggle like that's what it feels like yeah this is like prime young adult like if the series had started here I think these would have been captured as young adult books agreed whereas the first show i can see is like children's um but i i'm gonna bring up the movie a lot probably in this book because i know this movie really well and it's a lot different like you're saying mm-hmm. than the book so just like i can't wait for us to do the movie episode for this because i think we're gonna have a lot to talk about because yeah. they make a t- take a lot of liberties and um i have a friend who's really into harry potter um, actually, he listened to the podcast and he just got married. So congratulations. But um, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? <laughs> he does. Be a guest on the podcast. Oh yeah, welcome. <laughs> um, but um, I, he was like, he could not believe that I said that I liked the third movie because he's like, you're usually like a traditionalist. And um, does he not? Uh, no, he doesn't like the third okay. movie, which is fine. I, I understand, but um, I I really like it because I like that they they do their own thing with it. it. I don't know. It feels sort of it's fun. I like it, but I like the third one so much because of the characters and the story. So I guess I don't. Um, I feel like we hear the name Madame Marsh again. Is that just me? I don't know why, but I feel like the next time we're on the night bus, she's also on the bus. But that might be my head. But like that name—that would be cool. We can name, like Adam keep a Marsh look at it. Just like in my head, for some reason, is like we hear it again, or maybe <laughs> like another character is also named Marsh. But um... Marsha, Marsha, Marsh. <laughs> it just sounds very familiar to me. Um, I think the um that the article in the newspaper is a really good way to get all this information on Sirius. Yeah. Um, I think it's smart on JK's part. Um, it breaks my heart, but, um, I really like it. And, I don't know, it's cool. Um, just, like, horrible argument fudge on being, like, let's face it, who'd believe him anyway, like, about the muggle prime minister? He's like, yeah, I don't feel bad telling him, because, like, who'd believe him? And then we see, like, Fantastic Beasts where there's, like, these people like out to get magic and they like know it's out there and it's like it could hurt fudge it's like harry's whole life what could it hurt yeah yeah (laughs) what's the worst that could happen (laughs) yeah i do love the description of everything i would just like to point out some key details in this uh in this article um excuse me serious with a gun I don't think so. I know. Well, I like their description of a gun for, like, the wizard. Yeah. A kind of metal wand that muggles use to kill each other. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, and then I just have, like, I guess a question to pose. Do you ever just think about Pettigrew um, killing, rat. Oh. killing those 13 people? Like, having the power enough to do that. I do think of him not being magical enough to take to handle that. Right, but I, um, and the reason it stood out to me this read through is because, um, in the I guess Wolf Star fandom, like people really like Peter, not in a like oh he's a great person, but I guess in the similar way that people like Snape, like they like him as a character because they have to explore him so much to be in that fandom, and they're always saying like they hate that people are always like Peter's dumb. And he's, like, bad at magic. And so I was looking for it this time around, and I was like, yeah, it would be, like, everyone is assumes serious because it's such a powerful spell that could kill all those people at once. Yeah. You know? Um, I agree. I Well, actually, I've never thought about him being powerful because they 
say earlier that he yeah he's not really good at magic he's like can't answer the questions about werewolves even though he like hangs out with a werewolf um but he does he's also able to do that whole thing for Voldemort to bring him back like that's like powerful magic yeah he has to be the one doing it and he's also good at he he can also do an animagus at a young age which is also impressive magic so I think Maybe he's not powerful, but he... Or I think he's powerful, powerful but not smart. But not, I don't think he's smart, but I think he... I think he, he might be powerful magic. He might be technically good at taking instructions. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's... Because he's a follower. So right, he so does, he can go... He's good at following instructions. And, like, mimicking. He probably saw somebody else do that spell, and right. he, like, can mimic it. Yeah. Um, but I do... I did think about that, um, I think in a, one of the next couple chapters um when I was reading that I was like I can't see him being able to do this but I can see him being able to murder people without right much thought but um yeah the actual ability to do that although I feel like creating a blast isn't that difficult but I don't I don't but know. a blast that's dark magic enough to kill because they they killing someone in general is hard to do with a wand in yeah. ter- like you because they say you have to have the right like feeling behind it yeah. too like he has to have the right feeling to kill 13 people he basically at once. made a bomb it sounds like right with his wand which I guess is not normal it's not yeah I guess that's different but I don't know I just keep thinking about how when Harry talks about like when he's doing the Cruciatus curse and he can't do it yeah. properly. And Bellatrix is like teaching him how to do it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, on that yeah. happy note, we can move on. But I just think it's an interesting thing to think about. Um, um, just to cheer us up about Harry not being subtle at all. When he's like with his bangs, he's like, I know. Let me, let me pull Like, down. oh, you're talking about Harry Potter? <laughs> it, it, it's such like a. That, 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 that was image, me. Like. <laughs> Is like imprinted in my head, just like him trying to pull down his fringe. Alex and I are ferociously pantomiming putting bangs in front of us. Yeah, like it's not something like from my childhood that 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 image stuck out to me for these books. Like Harry just trying to pull down the front of his hair. He describes it in the books a lot. Yeah, it's like a tick for him. Yeah, and um. I just like the one description JK gives us as Stan's pimples went white. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I always think about that. So in my head, I always picture Stan as having these like white pimples because of that line. But, but it's then just... it's he, they turn white. But I think of him as having these huge like wart, warts almost oh. but that are white. Yeah, no. It, I just think it's so <laughs> funny. I'm like JK Rowling, this is some mess. Like I love this. But I also love that it's um, Stan kind of telling the story because he's like a street guy, you know, like yeah. he's like a Mundungus. And so he's like the one telling this story. And I think it's really great because it is like a rumor, or like a myth kind of like what really mm-hmm. happened. And like we kind of are just like taking it all in. And then we hear it later from like Arthur or whomever. And so we just like... We hear it so many times from these different angles. It's like, oh, well, obviously that's what happened. There's yeah. no other explanation. It's she, cool. She does such a great job with this book. And I also think she does a lot of little clues that this is not exactly what happened with Sirius. Yeah. Like, one, she sets up Stan as an unreliable narrator. Right. Like, from the in this scene, Stan goes, oh, yeah, we had Harry Potter on the night bus, didn't we? Like, after uh- he... Oh, that's Harry in his head being like... Oh, sorry. This I is thought... what Stan's gonna say from now on. Oh, yeah. But it's true. <laughs> like, but it was like, I don't know, it was... I don't know, Stan, you just don't trust him because he's like a gossip and he's just telling all these things. Yeah. And I think um, I think it's interesting that... Um, That she does all of this was serious because I mean, clearly he's a lovable guy, and well, not yet. Like no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying like later, like you you can go back and trace like where um where you've been like should have been like oh I see I see that makes sense now yeah you know like how like yes the dog watching him could be like the dog is ready to murder him right now but also it's just like no. 
I'm sitting there trying to protect you, watching out for you. Oh, also, we should talk about serious laughing. Oh, yeah. As he gets taken away. What are your feelings on that? I think he's laughing at the fact that he's, he underestimated Peter. That's what I, that, exactly. Yeah. I think he's laughing that he underestimated Peter, that he, because he tells, um, he's the one that makes the switch. He's like, oh, like, it you should, should use Peter. You should use Peter or whatever. And, and that Peter just basically got him, like, just now. Right, exactly. He wasn't expecting that at all. Right, and I think Sirius is like, I can't fucking believe this yeah. and he just has to laugh because his whole life is over yeah and he's like i don't and obviously he doesn't care about going to prison because it's like he just like found out that his best friends are he also dead, does blame and himself he feels like it's his fault because he told them to pick peter which is horrible because if he had like not done that he could have raised harry please stop <laughs> please stop like so like i'm just saying <laughs> I'm a little mad at Sirius for just, like, being devastated in that moment. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you've never thought about that before? That what? If he hadn't gone to prison? Oh, of course. I think about that every day. That breaks my heart. He but sh- he also knows that he's going to go to prison because he gives Hagrid the motorbike and is like, take care of Harry. And then he's like, I'm going to... In his head, I'm assuming. I'm in Sirius's head now. He's like, I'm going to go find Peter and kill him, and they're going to put me in Azkaban for killing Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, like, Sirius knows he's going to Azkaban, but he thinks he's going for a completely different reason, which is, you know, I also, fair. It's dumb on Sirius. It's impulsive on Sirius because he should be the one to raise Harry. But I also think Sirius assumes that Lupin or someone else will raise Harry and not the family i think that's like his mindset because the only reason he goes to the dursleys over someone else that's close to the family is because of the blood thing so i don't even know if well i think sirius would have fought for him i honestly don't think sirius was probably thinking about harry in those moments that's true because i mean he doesn't really know harry like he was one years old like he probably met him once but no he's met him he sends Harry gifts and stuff. Remember? He, he like, wrote him the letter. Yeah. I know the letter, but I mean, I don't think, like, they form, like, this bond. And, like, no, right, most but- of his time, they were apart. Like, serious. They were all in hiding. Yeah, so. I understand what you're saying. But I think, yeah, but in general, I think even... Even he loved Harry no matter what, but, like, I don't think that was what he was thinking about was Harry. No, he, he was, was thinking about James. getting, yeah, James his and getting love. back at, um... uh peter Peter for what he did but um i think in general if it one if i were james and lily i would assume that harry would go to lupin and two if i were um serious i would assume that it would go to but lupin honestly wouldn't be able to take care of harry i don't think he would either but i assume that that's where the i think that's what i would think james and lily would have assumed he would go to serious that's why he named him as godfather no i'm not saying in terms but i'm saying if serious were like taken out of the picture that would be the The next the next line and like not like i think they would prefer lupin to the Dursleys. Oh, yeah. I, know, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant, like, they would assume Lupin no matter when. I'm like, I don't Oh, no. So. I think, obviously, they wanted Sirius to take care of him. But I also think that Lupin probably didn't even try and fight to keep Harry because he hates himself and didn't wouldn't think he'd be able to take care of him. No. Which is honestly probably true. He wouldn't have been able to as well, a he baby he couldn't have afforded... I think he could have probably, like, figured out how to raise a baby. Like, Lupin's smart. No, I but mean, I don't, like, during the full moon. Right, like, that's what I'm saying. Know. I just don't think... He, one, could have, like, supported Harry. Like, if Dumbledore wanted that to happen, he could have made it happen. Yeah. But, like, he didn't, because Dumbledore is like, I want him to be tortured for 11 years. I mean. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) You know who really should have raised Harry? You know what my next note is? I love Stan and Earth. (laughs) Which is truly my next love. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm just, Yeah. When like, I think honestly, about, like, Stan and Ern should have raised Anybody should have raised Harry except <laughs> for the, the Dursleys. Anyone. <laughs> can you see, like, little Harry, like, be like, can I get your hot chocolate? <laughs> like, they're little lackey. 
he would have loved Stan's it. like five years older than him. he would have loved it. Oh man. Also, I wanted to quote this um part about like that oh where Harry's like in his head. Um he couldn't help imagining what Stan might be telling his passengers in a few nights. He couldn't help imagining what Stan might be telling his passengers in a few nights' time. Hear about that Harry Potter? Blew up his aunt. We had him here on the night bus, didn't we, Ern? He was trying to run for it. Yeah, that's a funny line. We had him on the night bus. LOL. Um, I also like this early on connection Harry makes between himself and Sirius where he's like, Sirius gets put, put in Azkaban because he, like, breaks the law and... And he's like, I'm going to be an Azkaban like him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know. I think there are a lot of similarities between Sirius and Harry, obviously, later. I mean, he thinks he's a vampire also, though, low-key. Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> wrong magical creature, wrong person. Um, I like the scene in the movie... See, I'm talking about the movie again, where they're doing the night bus and, like, going in between the cars yeah, and, like, the stretching. It, yeah, me yeah. too. I like that, too. It's a really... And that's it's sort of, like, an only film edition. Like, it wouldn't yeah. have sounded right in the I mean, book. I like... Because my note was when they were talking about, like, things jumping out of the way and, like, um, fitting in between things. So, it, I was like, I like how they interpreted them. Yeah. My next line is about fudge. Oh, yeah, mine, too. It just says fudge. <laughs> See, sometimes instead of actual notes, I just write characters' names with exclamation points. Um, well, maybe I'll dog your memory. I was like, um, way above his pay grade one to be like doing this job, mm-hmm. I feel like. Even like if it's like about this whole serious black thing, like there's no reason for Fudge to be the one to be like, I have to go down there. I mean, and, also like, Harry is, says that too. Harry's like, what the, right, why yeah. is he here? And I was like, where the F is Albus? <laughs> like, yeah, where is the F is at al- where, what? <laughs> where the F is Albus? I, I, first of all, I'm a little bit mad at Dumbledore. <laughs> like he's absent for all of this. Yeah. I can't, I can't speak of it, but then I get, I'm also like, I, Spudge is so about appearance, and I think that since Harry has now, what, saved the school twice in a row, he's like, if, if Sirius Black out, I'm already getting all of this bad press, if I kill Harry Potter too on my watch, I'm gonna be the worst minister ever, have to confirm. Well, already confirmed. I was like, I like from the get-go that Harry doesn't trust Fudge, and he, like, has no respect for him. Like, he's still polite. Yeah. You can tell, even though he doesn't say it outright, it's, like, clear that he's like, what's up with this guy? Well, once you mess with Hagrid, Harry doesn't trust you. Malfoy, Fudge, don't mess with Hagrid, okay? That's Harry's doing. Don't mess with the hag. Mm. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) Cut it out. (laughs) Like, I thought it would be more powerful. <laughs> Oof. Okay. I don't think that's going to make the hashtag. My next note says... <laughs> my next note says, Stan is so funny, being like, I knew it was Harry! I, I... knew... Earn! Earn! <laughs> earn! Stan and Earn, my bro-TP for life. Well, so you were just saying this. That was actually my next note. I kind of forgot. I was like... Why is Fudge and the Ministry so concerned about Harry? Because I know, like, Harry's famous, but, like, at this point, it's, like, they don't, like, Voldemort's not even around. Like, I don't, I don't know why they're, like, fixating on Harry so much. Well, one, I think it is because of Sirius Black. It's because they know that Sirius went to, they think that Sirius wants to kill Harry, like, he killed, like, but if Siri said, like, I'm going to kill, like, um, Susan Bones, they wouldn't be like, we have to go to every measure to protect Susan Bones. But I think it's because Harry is such a big public figure that they assume it's, like, he, like, if yeah. they, like, morale will be low. Like, they already have signs of Voldemort returning even, like, with the well, first. They won't admit They won't it. admit it, but they already, the people are talking See, about I it. See, I don't. 
I think I made the mistake of not thinking of Harry as like somebody that everyone thinks about but you're right like even in the first book they're like everyone knows his name right like morale would be low if Sirius Black escaped one that's never happened before and two Harry dies like it's gonna be a full-on uproar I think I forget that because Harry doesn't think about that Harry doesn't think about the fact that everybody knows who he is yeah and so I don't think about everybody knows his name (laughs) yes Also, um, I would love to see the accidental magic people and the Dursleys and this whole Marge thing play out. Like, where is that deleted scene? (laughs) I need it in my life. Also, Fudge's phrasing, like, just the writing of Fudge is my favorite. Here are some standout quotes. Uh, this is very dangerous and I don't mind telling you. Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, 20s, like... It's very dangerous, and I don't mind telling you. Yeah, and, <laughs> mate. And what do you call it? Uh, Jim Dale does like a a, a roaring twenties accent when he does him, so it just sounds very twenties. Like I know you love each other all deep down. He's <laughs> like, he's like, and please have some crumpets. You look dead on your feet, boy. That's an actual quote. You look dead on your feet. Oh, you're worrying about the reaction of your aunt and uncle. Yeah, I was really obsessed with Fudge and his phrasing. I, th- I like, misread it, and then I listened to it back, and I thought that Fudge went to the Dursleys, but he did. I was like, I hope Vernon yelled at Fudge. <laughs> yeah, also, Fudge is, like, trying to talk about how much the Dursleys hate Harry, but not, like, trying to be delicate like, about it. He's, He's like, like, I'm sure things will, uh... I'm sure you both love each other deep down. <laughs> like, yikes. Um, I was... I also think there's, like, a small plot hole because in the fifth one when Harry kind of tells the Dursleys what's up and mm-hmm. he has that whole conversation and Vernon's like, what? There's a Ministry of Magic? And, like, he should already know that because, like, the Ministry came to their house. And yeah. then I was like, I wonder if they put, like, a small memory charm on the Dursleys. Prop- no, because they definitely know about Marge. Yeah, that's true. I also, I was trying to think, I was like, do they mention Marge again getting blown up? Because, like... Obviously, they're not nice to Harry when he returns, but, like, they're as they were before. Like, honestly, I would expect, like, an increase in hatred after that. That's pretty bad. But I also think, okay, I have a new fan theory. Okay, go for it. Ready? So, I think that Dumbledore is not here because I think he went to the Dursleys' house. Because I think that's the only way to secure the Dursleys accepting them back into his house. Like, Dumbledore was like, hey, knock, knock, let me remind you that um, we have a deal and you have to protect Harry because of the blood thing. Just saying bye later. I like Because he does that later. I mean, I don't want to uh, give Dumbledore the, like, the bit of the doubt, but I was thinking about it when I was reading this chapter. I was like, why would they at this point, like, I can yeah. see after a summer them being like, okay, maybe we'll accept him back. And it would, uh, under mask. Um, coercing, but I don't understand right now, right after this event, how Fudge can already be like, they've agreed to have you back. It just does not seem feasible to me. I like your theory, but I know that it's not true only based on the fact that the first time they meet Dumbledore is in the sixth book. Oh, you're and right. And he's like, we've corresponded. <laughs> or maybe he, like, sends a, maybe. a letter. Yeah. I, I do wonder how that goes, because they're obviously upset, but I... Not that they would ever admit this, but I think deep down they both know that Marge deserved what she got. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like, I don't think they would ever admit that, but... I mean, at least Petunia was like... She was mm. was like, go Harry. But I also think Vernon was like, he wanted to get Harry out of that situation because he knew what Marge was doing. Mm -hmm. Like, Harry honestly wasn't doing anything, and Harry gives Vernon a look like... And they both knew what was up. Yeah. And Vernon yeah. was just like, you have to deal with it because he knew what was happening. Yeah. They both knew what was up. I mean, so. Marge was awful. Yeah. And I think they both recognize that. I mean, I think you're right that Vernon still loves her deeply, but I think he still knows that what he, what she's trying to do to Harry and it like was mm-hmm. successful, but she didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just um. read my next note. 
fudge, you suck. With an exclamation mark. What was that, too? Oh, to him saying, so Harry's like, last year I got an official warning, blah, blah, blah. And then Fudge is like, circumstances change, Harry. We have to take into account the present climate. Yeah. And then blah, blah, blah. And he's like, clearly you suck, like I said. And like, you don't care about the rules because in two books, you'll change your mind again completely. And I was like, Harry's story is also like consistent. Like right now he's telling you that a house elf did that and you don't believe it. The fifth book, The Ministry and Fudge, it it hurts a lot because it hurts Harry so much. He's like, I know you, Fudge. Like, I've talked to you. You were so nice to me two years ago during this whole incident. And, like, now, like, uh, it's really sad for Harry. It's really sad for Harry. It's also just, like, that's where you know how disgusting of a person Fudge is. Right. Because... He he's knows awful. he knows Harry's right. Like yeah. he just he just and he's he's using this child right. yeah. to like save his own skin. Like the the like to the detriment of Harry's life. You know, like Fudge it just, is like one of the worst kinds of people. Right. Which is honestly, and we talk about this a lot. It's why I the fifth book I say is my least favorite, which is not necessarily true because I enjoy reading it. But it gives me so, it gives me so much, like, I get so angry and anxious reading it that it makes me, like, not happy while I'm reading it, you know? in some regards, not all, but Fudge is worse than Umbridge because Fudge knows, like, what's right and wrong. Like, he has, like, the same moral compass, I think, as, like, a lot of other people Mm -hmm. and he's choosing against that like he knows that like for instance that Hagrid didn't do it he knows that Harry didn't do it and he's like oh I gotta make this political move so he's like worse whereas I think Umbridge is so like warped that she like believes the things she's doing and same with Voldemort Voldemort believes the things he's doing oh I totally agree and so Fudge is so much worse because he's like "Mm, I know that this is wrong but like it's the right move for me personally I also in general have like more I guess sympathy for people that are upfront about how awful they are (laughs) yeah like like, you know what you're getting like exactly like Umbridge knows that she's the way that she is and she like when she like I don't know Umbridge knows who she is. I mean, is. she kind of hides it because she does that whole sickly sweet voice, which really no, but, just, like, makes but my she insides. does like, But she doesn't care about people not yeah. liking her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, she Fudge knows who she is. Fudge wants to be liked is. by everybody, or the majority, so. And Fudge operates, his actions are based out of fear. Like, whether it's fear for his own, like, his approval rating, yeah. or, you know, fear of the idea of Voldemort returning in general. Or fear of people just not liking him. Yeah, that's how Fudge which, gets... His motivation, and that makes me not like him even more. Like, it's a genuine feeling, like, not being liked or Mm. whatever, but when it comes down to people's lives, like, you kind of have to just let that go. (laughs) Especially if you're a public figure. Anyway, so, um... That's fun. I I also, just on the other side of this whole conversation (laughs) where Harry's like, hey, like, aren't I expelled? I'm like, Harry, this is where you stop talking. Like, why do you go on for, like, four... Four levels of, but I should get expelled. But last time you said this, like, he would have been like, so, like, not even before even mentioning this whole I'm going the Hogwarts again. When Fudge is like, they say that you have to spend uh, uh, winter and Easter holidays at Hogwarts, I would have been like, great, I'm not expelled, not going to say anything else, going to try to pretend like nobody... No, what does Harry do? (laughs) What does he do? He's like, oh, wait, did you forget I blew up my aunt? Wait, aren't I in trouble? <laughs> Harry. Harry. Ron would, Ron and Fred, Fred and George would be very For disappointed. For shame, George would be, Forge would be Forge mad. Forge so mad at you. Oh, God. And Gred. Gred <laughs> and Forge. Um, I'm going to call them Forge from now on. Uh, my next note, I think, is the same one as uh, your fudge sucks. It just says oh, yeah. fudge is so skeevy. <laughs> Also, like, very valid reasoning, Harry. We already touched on this, but, like, Harry being like, why is the minister here? Like, surely he doesn't need to be here. Which I think is normally, like, Hermione's place. Like, she kind of mm-hmm. sees, like, but, like, good on you, hair. Mm-hmm. You did it. Um, poor Harry with this whole permission slip thing. <laughs> like, my boy just wants to go to Hogsmeade. Somebody make that happen for him. 
I mean, we know, spoiler alert, later Sirius does, and it's just, like, tearjerk. But, um, still. I do think it's, like, kind of valid not to let him go to Hogsmeade. Um, only because if, if Sirius was actually a murderer, like, I think it's, like, honestly, like, the best move if you were trying to keep somebody safe not to let them go. Yeah. And regardless, I just started thinking about Hogsmeade in general. It's, like, a pretty weak access point to the school because we kind of find out later that's, like, how Harry and all of them get into Hogwarts in the seventh one. Like, it's you can get to Hogsmeade easily. But I don't think many people know about those secret access points. But not even the um, chambers. Like, you could just follow the path to oh hogwarts. to hogwarts oh you yeah know? like but I, I think they there is some sort of like force field yeah. around hogwarts where you can't go through and they do a, a good job of it it's not in the book but they talk about it in the in the movie you see it go up when harry's late coming from the train they yeah. have to like lit some like flitwick is yeah. there checking in students and he's like puts you see him put the yeah, magical yeah, yeah. force field up now. yeah um, just, uh, love this ending line we get. So, J.K. Rowling in this book, um, as, um, well, oh, never mind. You have more notes. I'll I have one, go first. I just have one quick note that I think Tom is weird in the third movie. <laughs> I like movie Tom. <laughs> in the first book. In the first book, sorry. In the third movie? Movie Tom is weird in the third movie. I like movie one Tom more. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Got it. But I do think that the third movie, Tom, is mm. consistent with the book because he's, like, not supposed to have yeah. teeth and stuff. But, and I don't like Jim Dale's voice for Tom yeah, me either. either. It freaks me out. I just want like a normal bartender Tom. <laughs> that was my <laughs> That's last That's not note. what the character is. I'm just saying what I would like. Um, uh, having read like a couple epi- um, episodes, chapters of this book so far and I'm um, a little bit ahead so I've read a few more. J.K. Rowling is killing it with these last lines. Like they're so good. So this one's last line is it's been a really weird night Hedwig. (laughs) It's just been a really weird night Hedwig. (laughs) Solid. So funny. Okay that's all I have. All right. Shall we award points and rats and champs? We should. I went high. Ooh, how high? 150 points. What the fudge, Molly? Don't you say fudge to me. (laughs) I really like this chapter a lot. Like, I don't... The night bus is, like, one of my favorite elements of this world. This is so interesting. You've, like, more than doubled my points. I, like, it's, like, doesn't make sense. Like, I don't think it is, like, worth these points. But for some reason, I was, like, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I love this chapter, too. I But I have to, sorry. So what I did was in this chapter and with subsequent chapters is I have to, like, rein in my rating for yeah. this book. Because for me, in comparison to the other books, at least the first two, yeah. it's already like at an a hundred point handicap. So like, I know I have that's, to like I think that's rate I lower. Did. I have to rate lower. But this is so full disclosure. Alex and I are like trying to record multiple episodes tonight, so we've read a few chapters. But this is the highest rank of all the chapters coming up for me mm. personally. I rank other ones. Yeah. Higher. So or other one. This is the second highest. Yeah. Um. So, I think, for me, I gave it this many points because I just, I really love the night bus. I do love the night bus. It's a really good addition. I like Stan, and I like the magic of it, and just, like, Harry being on his own in the wizarding world is really cool. Well, that's why my my highest chapter is the next chapter. But, um, no, I, I, I agree with you. I think this chapter is really well done. I love it. But since it's so short... I gave it 65 points because I think it was a solid short chapter. Yeah. Um, Who's your rat? Fudge. Um, Same. And my champ, Stan. Stan is my <laughs> champ too. How could he not be? Oh, yes. Um, love him. Yeah. So. And I love, and I think we mentioned this once before, I like that he comes back 
in like later books in like weird ways like they use Stan like J.K. Rowling uses Stan a lot and mm-hmm. it's like very interesting that it's like such a minor character like he's only in this chapter in this whole book mm-hmm. and like he becomes not like a major character but like pretty pivotal for like a couple of scenes mm-hmm. like later on so I think that's cool but um all right shall we um quiz each other sure hogwarts hogwarts hoggy hoggy hogwarts teach us something please quiz 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 all right um where was madame marsh going <laughs> excuse me the one that was throwing up everywhere <laughs> I have no idea. Not a clue. Abergevany. You wanted me to figure out Abergevany. They say it like three times. Okay, that's fair. Mine is also like really niche, so I don't know why I'm, um, okay. Actually, no, my next ones are niche. This one's easy. What do you get for 15 sickles on the night bus? Um, so I know you get hot chocolate for 13 sickles, and you get, like, a hot water, um, thing? Yeah. Whatever yeah, that's called. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay. And I'll give you cocoa, too, because I think it stacks. Uh, yeah. Was that it? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what else you get. Okay. This is my favorite one. You get a toothbrush with your oh, choice of yes. colors. Oh, man, I'm so upset I missed that. It's okay. You well, got two, I... you got whatever we do, ten points. Just like five for each. I'm sad that I didn't get the toothbrush thing. Sorry. Great. Do you have another question for me? No. Okay, good. Do you yeah. have another question? No. I only have, because that one was. I only have one for me each. Okay. Um, all right, great. So what should people what should the password be for the next episode to tune in for um chapter four the leaky cauldron um um what pet does hermione bring or purchase in hogsmeade all right tell us the like type of pet or the name type of pet i think type of pet for sure Okay, um, can't wait to hear from you all when you rate us on iTunes and subscribe. <laughs> message us on Facebook, Yeah, we had Tumblr. somebody message us today. Shout out to, shout out to Mary. Thank you for messaging us on Facebook. Um, you just started listening, so you probably will hear this months from now. You keep listening. <laughs> keep it up, girl. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you message us and you have questions or comments, we will read some of them out loud if we, um, want to. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum.